All right, first, before this episode starts, I want to put a little intro in here. Um, I had a couple of things happen during the recording of this intro, which made me have to break it up in about four different parts. Four different parts, so I don't know exactly how it's going to play back. I want to thank everybody for listening, and um, stay tuned. I got more episodes coming, much more, very, very soon here. Um, Also, if you want to contact me, the email is um, filmdog916 at gmail.com. That's film, F-I-L-M-D-O-G, 916 at gmail.com. And without further ado, here is the episode on Friends. Peace. Hey, yo, you know what you're listening to right now, and this is Justice and the Peace. Today is June 6th, 2021, and I want to start this podcast off with um, giving flowers. That's one thing that I do on my podcast is I'm not going to wait for nobody to die, and I will acknowledge them when they do. Excuse me. I will acknowledge them when they do. I want to give flowers to Floyd Mayweather, a grandfather coming out of retirement, jumping in the ring with a 20-year-old, and basically handing him his ass. He didn't knock him out. He didn't beat him down. But just to get in there with a 20-year-old and and, and hang, it, it's, it's remarkable. I don't give a fuck if you're Floyd. I don't give a fuck if you're Mike. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. And nigga, once you hit 40, nigga, your body start talking to you. Your, your whole body start talking to you. You need naps. You need, you need uh, uh, fruit. You need rest. So I want to give my flowers to Floyd Mayweather for his performance last night with Jake Paul. With that being said, this is Justice and the Peace, episode three. And on this episode, what we're going to be addressing, or at least what I'm going to be addressing, is friends. We all have them, don't we? I mean, even people who say they don't have friends. Some of y'all got internet friends that you converse with, and they all have personality traits. You know, some of these traits are very, very um, worn on the sleeve. Some of the traits are quite hidden. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get into some of the personalities that we encounter when we have friends. You know, you got your funny friends. You know those guys who can always crack a joke. Got something on the fly, funny to say. You know, real, real charismatic friends. Those guys who could, uh, or girls, I, I, girls, the others, the all of those people, whatever you want to call yourself, you're included in all of these categories because no one is left out. Let me go ahead and put that in there too so don't nobody, he wasn't talking about me. I'm talking about everybody. Everybody's friends have these traits. They have these kind of things. And I'm not going to name them all, but I'm going to name quite a few. Like I said, you got you got your funny friends. You got your mean friends. Motherfuckers don't never smile. Ain't happy about shit. Motherfucker could just hit in the casino for a couple hundred thousand or even, even just a few thousand. Be like, man, it'd be nice if I'd have got them, you know, the millions, man. It's some bullshit. You know, you could put those in the same category as the pessimistic friends. You got your mad friends. Did I say that? Yeah, I think I said that. 
Anyway, uh, you, 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 got, you got friends that are stingy. They don't want to give you shit, even though they know they got it and they can help you if they, if they gave it to you. You know, you, 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 got, you got friends that got money. You, 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 you know, but they act broke. Nigga might be sitting on something and it won't give you shit. Won't get a won't get a significant other shit. Won't give nobody shit. Just stingy as fuck for no kind no kind of goddamn reason. You got your supportive friends. You know every time they see you shine, they support you. If they see you hurt, they right there. They got your back. They supportive. They 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 they're there for you. They're dependable friends. Then you got your unsupported your unsupportive unsupportive friends. You know, the guys who don't, the guys and the gals and the others who just truthfully don't give a fuck either way what happens to you. You know, and, and some people have friends like that. I try not to um, encompass my my environment with those kind of people, but um, some people do. You know, you got your happy friends. You know, your bubbly friends, the joyous friends, happy all the time. The world is so beautiful. Oh, my God, look at the trees. It's it's wonderful. You got your sad friends, you know, just completely sad. They cry when movies come on. They see like you know, uh, they see a video of two two strangers they've never even met, and the guy proposes to the girl, and they start crying. They're so sad. That oh, oh my God, this is this is crazy. You got friends that you never talk to, maybe once. In the blue moon, but you know they solid as fuck because every single time that you talk to them, y'all link right back up to where it is that you left off at. You know those those almost like uh uh you think about a motherfucker and and, and they call you, or they or they think about you and you call them. And then you got friends that you're in constant communication with, all the time that check in with you daily, that that want to make sure that you're good. You know, y'all y'all may have a business agreement or something like that going on, or it's just maybe somebody that you got close to in 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 your in your in your childhood, or or in a certain part of your life they helped you through it. So you guys are on constant communication. You got your touchy friends. You know when they see something, they got to touch you, push you. When they laugh, they put their forearm on you or something like that. You know, you got those kind of friends. Then you got friends that you know don't like to be touched at all. Nigga, don't touch me. They might give you a dap, and that's it. That's it. That's all. Y'all say bye, dap, nigga. No, uh, no, no shaking of the hands and the, and the over-the-shoulder hug. None of that. And touchy can also mean so many other things if you think about it, because it's not only the physical that comes into the touchy category; it's the emotional. You got friends that are touchy where you have to almost walk on eggshells, talking about certain subjects. For example, you can have a friend that got cheated on by uh, a white girl with blue eyes and blonde hair. Let's bring Becky into the situation. Let's say you got a friend, a guy friend, who got cheated on. I don't know. Maybe let's take that back. Let me let me let me rewind that back, guys. Give me a second here. Um, Let's say you got a friend who got cheated on. Okay, your homeboy got cheated on. Your white homeboy got cheated on 
by some uh uh um um fucking uh 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 Latino lover or some shit like that. So now he hates fucking Mexicans. Anything Mexican that you bring up, he fucking hates it. He hate this nigga. This motherfucker hate Mexicans so much he don't even he don't even eat tacos. He one of those guys. Super touchy. Like you can't bring up shit around this guy. You got your skinny friends. You know the motherfuckers who can hula hoop with a cheerio. You got your fat friends who wear they fat like it ain't nothing. And I love, I love my fat friends. And they love themselves because they call themselves fat. They embrace the term. They're not trying to lose weight. They ain't trying to hit a gym. They don't give a fuck about what nobody else says, thinks, or anything. As long as you don't fucking say it to them, they don't give a fuck. You got your thick friends. You know the ones that always want to turn to the side when they're taking a picture. Want to show you a little thigh, a little ass action or something like that. Then we got to also talk about our lopsided friends. You know, the ones built like the Despicable Me character. We got to bring those into it too. You are not unloved. We cannot leave you out. You are part of this conversation also. We love your, your, your oblong built ass. We love you. You're our friend. You're there. You're dependable. That's what makes friends friends. And I can't talk no shit about nobody that's lopsided when we also got ugly friends. Everybody got an ugly friend. And if you don't have an ugly friend, you probably the ugly friend. That's probably what's going on. There ain't nothing wrong with being ugly. Ugly niggas get bad bitches too. Ugly females get I don't know. I'm not into guys. Uh, ugly females, they get cool niggas too, I guess. Ugly dykes and the others and all of them. You get what you want. What you work for is what you get if you really want it. You know? We got our annoying friends. You know, the motherfuckers that just get on your nerves. Sometimes you question yourself. Why in the fuck is this my... Man, this nigga is getting on my nerves. Why in the fuck, why in the fuck am I his friend? And then something happens and you're like, oh, that's why. That's why we're friends because of this situation and how this happened and how he reacted. It, it basically, it, it, it reminds you why you have him as a friend or her as a friend or them, they, and the other, whatever, man. I'm not going to do this every single time that I do a podcast when I'm talking about people is use the others. It's, it's her or him. And you could be a her or a him or a tree or a Cheerio or a fucking weightlifting bench. I don't give a fuck. I'm just talking about in general. You got your drunk friends. I used to be the drunk friend. Nigga mad because he can't get a beer. Nigga mad because his beer all gone. First day this nigga do, hey man, what you doing in the morning? First thing he do is ask you what you doing in the morning. He kind of make a show that if you finna get a beer, he finna get a beer with you. And if he finna get a beer, if you ain't doing shit, do you want to drink with him? You got your stoner friends. Where these niggas, it, they are high strung, highly irritated if they can't smoke. First thing they got to do when they wake up in the morning. Some before they brush their teeth or wash their ass or do anything. First thing they do is roll up. I love those friends. I, don't you love a good early morning text from one of your homeboys that lives close or your homegirls? And I'm not going to keep doing this other shit. You get a, you get a, uh, 
you get a text from your, your, your partner, your peoples. We're going to say your peoples. You get a text from your peoples like, bro, wake and bake, wake and, bake. and you like, bet, or for show. Then who got the raps? Then y'all niggas is on the mission. You and your people's on the mission to go get a blunt. And, and, and these friends, watch how I, just, just follow me for a second. I want you to understand what exactly it is that I'm trying to do here. You got your stoner friends and they call you to wake and bake. You guys got to meet up. You got to go to the store. You get your blunt and the whole shit you smoke, y'all friends. Then you got your sober friends, the ones that don't do shit. I'm talking about this motherfucker don't do shit. Maybe smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. That's it. You know, in the sobers, the, the sober people, they fall in the categories also because you got sober friends who don't have a problem being around alcohol or, or weed or whatever the fuck it is that you do. Because when I'm talking about this drug, the, 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 the controlled substance, because I don't think everything is drugs. If it grows out the, if it grows out the damn earth and it doesn't, need to manu, it doesn't need to be manufactured by man to alter your mind state, I don't believe that that's a drug. That's an herb. Anyway, back to the sober friends. Some of your sober friends, they don't give a fuck what you do or if you do it around them. But then you also got sober friends who are recovering from issues and, and hurt and trauma from in their past. So they don't want to be around drugs because it triggers them. And respectfully, because you're their friend, that's just something that you don't do around them. And they respect you for that. You got your secretive friends. You know, your friends that only give you a certain amount of information. Just enough to where you could get just get a little bit of understanding of what's going on in their life. You know, they don't like to tell you too much about what's going on. But when something major hits, you know, your secretive friends, sometimes, sometimes they open up. And this next category is for the others. You got your straight friends. You know, the, you got your super straight friends. Don't fuck around with the gays. They don't, nigga, they still use the F word. They don't give a fuck, whatever. And you love those friends because they're blunt. You also love your other blunt friends, your gay friends that don't give a fuck. You know, who, who, who are straight out there. They tell you how it is and, and at least how they think it is. Because Ken, I don't believe anyone can just tell you how it is. Not even me. Everything can be, everything in life can be, be shaded through perspective. One thing that you hear me say, someone else, can they can take it in completely differently. Way differently. You got your straight friends. You got your gay friends. You got your lesbian friends. Love them, love them, love them. And all of the other, you know, transgender, Q, uh, uh, I don't know. All of those people, they can be your friends, right? Then you got childish ass friends. Niggas who still like to play games. You know, and I'm not talking about your jokes. I'm just talking about niggas who do childish ass shit. Stupid shit. Then you got old soul friends. You know, like motherfuckers, you be around them. You be like, this motherfucker been here before. This motherfucker had to be here before. You got your young spirited friends. You know, I don't know if you guys um, have had the pleasure to have a friend that's over the age of 65. If you have grandparents, you should talk to them more. If you have great grandparents... You need to sit up under them every single weekend. If you have a job, you need to sit up under your great-grandparents and absorb the knowledge and the experiences that it is that they have to share with you. You've got your optimistic friends who see everything as 
a, a, a cup half filled. You know, they're always looking for the good out the situation. Then you got your pessimistic friends. Man, like I was saying, like I was saying earlier about your drinkers, you know, motherfucker get mad because the cup, cup half empty. It ain't half full, man. I, how I'm going to get the other half to pull it back up to where I can sip again? You got your religious friends. And this category is crazy. It is, it's almost something that I really don't like to touch because religion is one of those touchy subjects because people don't like to necessarily get into where religion comes from and all that other shit. But you got your religious friends, you know, you got your kind of religious friends, you know, niggas who drink and smoke on Friday, be right back at church on Sunday and it's all over again. Then you got your devout ones, your devout. Hold on. Listen, ain't this funny right now? I got one of my friends calling me. I'm finna put him on here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, bro, hold on. Nonsense. What a hey, bro, I'm recording right now. I'm talking about friends, nigga, and you on the podcast. It's okay. Hey, let them know. Well, nigga, you let them know they can hear you. I got you on speakerphone. Oh, shit. What's good with it? <laughs> What's happening, nigga? Hold on, uh, let me pause this shit real quick. Let me see if I can pause it. But uh, what's good, nigga? What you got going on? Man. All right. Well, um, hopefully this I can put this back together uh, the way um, the way that I intended it to go. I got a call. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got a call from one of my good friends. Friend nonsense. At least we friends for right now, because I really don't like that cat. No, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, where was I? See, where was I? You got your religious friends, I believe. You know, the touchy subject shit. You really can't talk too much about your friends. Um, but um, what was I saying? The religious, the kind of religious, the devout. Then you got your motherfucking lying ass friends. You know the motherfuckers that will look you dead in your eyes. Not blink like a shark. These motherfuckers have no soul. They're your friends. You really can't tell if they're telling you a lie or if they're telling you the truth. But they're your friends. And them is your lying ass friends. You know, then you got your friends who don't hold anything back. You know, if they don't like something, they're going to tell you straight to your face. I don't like that shit. I'm not fucking with that shit. I'm not doing that shit. That shit ain't cool. You got your friends... Who kiss your ass? Who agree with every single thing it is that you do? There you cannot do no wrong because they want to be your friend so bad there is nothing wrong that you can do. Those are your enablers. Then you got your, no, your, your nosy friends. Always in everybody else's business. In everybody's business. Ain't never really... Talking about their business, but they in everybody else's business. Which should be a flag to you if you're smart. You should understand that um, how people act around other people, it, it will eventually come to you. It's, it's, almost, it's almost a rule of nature. Then you got your friends that don't tell you shit. Your secretive friends, your undercover friends, people who leave the personal, the real, real personal aspect of their life out of the friendships. 
You got your thug friends. You know the niggas who still got creased bandanas and gold teeth and all this shit. Want to be gang banging at 45. You still got those niggas in the gang. You got your preppies. You know. Your, 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 uh, your Abercrombie and, and Finch. Them motherfuckers, you know. You got those guys. You got your hustlers. My niggas who still out here grinding, doing their things. And we all got that broke ass friend who don't never, ever have no goddamn money. And your broke friends, those fall into like 12 different categories. Because I don't understand how a nigga could be broke, but is dressed like he going to the club every single motherfucking day. I don't get that shit. I don't understand that shit. And it's not my business to understand that shit. I just know that I've seen it before. You got your messy ass friends. They're just always in some shit. Always in some shit. Starting shit. Getting in shit, talking shit, just doing dumb shit. You got your other friends, and this is a this is not um, something that I I I really get into um, in my personal life. But you got your friends who who are in a, a a domestic violence situation. Either it's a physical situation or an emotional situation. You know, domestic violence is a big thing, and, and a lot of our friends have either experienced it or are experiencing it right now as we speak. I'm almost done. I'm almost done, and then I'm going to get to the peace, because there's a reason why I call this justice and the peace. At first, you get me, justice. I want you to understand certain parts of my life, so then I can tell you exactly how my peace of mind works. You got your single friends, you know, motherfuckers who ain't going to never settle down. They don't give a damn if they got five baby daddies or five baby mamas. This motherfucker is not going to never settle down. You got, I mean, the single thing, it can go both ways. You know, some people just can't find love. You know, some people just can't find the right relationship and it just doesn't work out and they end up single. You got your married, your married friends. Mary falls in the category too because Mary can be an open relationship where there's entanglements and all that other bullshit going on. You can have a, a very devout, loving, tight, close-knit marriage where th there's no secrets. Then you have another marriage to where there's big secrets and, 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 and they're cheating on each other back and forth behind each other's back and then one finds out and then they start doing the tit for the tat, and, and it, that never really works out well in the end from, from my perspective that I've seen, doesn't really work out. You got your lonely friends. You know, they just, like I was saying earlier about your single friends, some people are just lonely and they can't find love or, or, or they're withdrawn and they won't put themselves out there to be loved. So they're, 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 they're lonely. And of course, we cannot leave out the players and the sluts. And I put those in the same category because to me, it's almost the same thing. There's some, uh, there's some niggas who could be some players, but there's some, there's some hoe ass niggas too, some slut ass niggas too that'll fuck a goddamn hole in the ground if you gave them the opportunity. You heat that motherfucker up and pour some water in it, they'll fuck it. You got your play ass females. Where she just wiggling through the streets and doing her thing and chasing her bag. Ain't really worried about no nigga. She just out there playing. But they want to call females sluts for that. 
which I don't think I don't think is 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 cool. I think truthfully, you know, if you ain't got no kids and you ain't got no uh no 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 kind of no kind of motherfucking obligations to nobody or you didn't tell nobody you in love with them and all that shit, do what you do. I'm not mad at you. There are so many motherfucking friends in this world to have. And I just named a few. Took me about 20 minutes. But right now, the big question is what kind of friend do you want? Because those personality traits right there, all of them, they can be intertwined. You can have a funny, supportive friend. You can have a, a friend that you never talk to, but when he when he does call you, he's still annoying, but he's still your friend. You can have a messy-ass friend that's optimistic. Even though they keep fucking up some kind of way, it's going to get better. You can have a single friend that's a hustler, and he is in love with his money. So he wants to stay single. You know, you, you, you can mix all of this up. You can have a drunk friend. That's an old soul. So when this nigga get drunk, he just start dropping jewels on you, knowledge and all kinds of shit that you ain't never even thought of. You know, you can have that intelligent friend who always has an outside perspective on what's going on in the situation. The combinations are infinite. It is ridiculous how many, and it's not just two personality traits that can go together. You can take all of those personality traits right now and put them into one person. And then it would be so many different contradictions, but it would flow like water. That's how complicated people are. And people are friends with each other. What I'm getting to today is what kind of friend do you want? Do you want a friend that is always going to agree with you and not tells you. And, and they don't tell you what it is that you want to hear, but what it is that you need to hear. Is that the kind of friend that you want? Or do you want a friend that's going to support the shit that fucks up your life? They got friends that, that, that are envious of you, that see what you have, but they're still your friends. And any opportunity that they can, they will tear your shit down. Just so you can be on their level and both of y'all could be out there on the same little bitty ass boat that they in. They already in a little bitty ass boat, but wouldn't it be nice to have some company down here to talk to about this fucked up shit that I'm going through? These people, all people, have friends like this. What kind of friend do you want? Because all of the all of the the, the, the personality traits that, that, that I was I was talking about, you're attracted to those traits because something about those traits or something about that person in those traits is reflective on something that's inside of you. That's why you want to be friends with them. That's why you're constantly friends with them. Because there's some sort of there's some sort of kindred um, kinship going on there. That's why you're friends with these people. And you may be friends with the person that is not a friend with you. Now, this this happens so much more uh, than people want to give it any kind of life for. 
you can have someone who seems so well-grounded and they have so many things working for them and they can be envious of you just because of how you look or what your family looks like or the dynamics in your relationship. These people really don't like you. They're just in your fucking business and they they watch you. Some of your friends use you for entertainment. It happens. Because I know some of my friends are complete entertainment to me. So it has to be the other way around, right? You know some of your friends just so stupid where you look on Facebook or you look on some shit like, what's going on with this motherfucker now? This nigga always got something going on. But it takes a different kind of crazy motherfucker to get inside of someone else's life and try to affect it. You know, your friends only know what it is that you tell them or what the fuck they hear from the people inside of your circle. That's the only thing that they know. I do not do a lot of talking about my family life with my friends because I learned very, very early in my fatherhood that my family would try to use it against me. So automatically, I knew that that would be something that one of my friends could use. So I learned it very, very early as a young father, not to always tell people my motherfucking business. And when you do tell people your business, their traits will come out. They, they, they will show themselves. Now, I didn't write no book on being friends. I'm not the best friend at times. I don't think anybody could be the best friend ever. We all fuck up. And, and if you think you're, if you, if you, if you're doing something right all of the time, you're definitely doing something wrong. You're definitely doing something wrong. You know, if you tell your friend that something is going on in your relationship without telling them the whole situation and you make it seem like it's all you and you're a victim, your friend has no choice but to use the information that you have given them and tell you what it is that they think. A true friend is not only going to just take what it is that you're telling them, what they're going to do is they're going to ask questions so they can get a full perspective on what the situation is. So then they can give you an accurate assessment on what it is that they think you might need to do to adjust or to get your situation in a better thing. You don't want nobody always agreeing with you as your friend. That's not your friend. Your true friends are going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. They don't have to always tell you you're doing the right thing because we've all seen our friends do fucked up things. And as you get older, you should get wiser. And if you do truthfully value and love your friends, you don't want to see them in boxes. You don't want to see them in canisters. You don't want to see them in caskets and you don't want to see them in urns. A lot of the people that, especially women, share their information with are not their friends. Your general hospital to the person you're divulging your most personal information with. Your most personal information is now in someone else's hands to text message, motherfucking uh, uh, post about, anywhere. And in the day of the internet, in the day of the internet, anything can happen. 
All right, I had to break it down into three sections. This is going to be the final one because I do have other things to do. And um, I should have recorded this at night. But anyway, like I said, or as I was saying, your friends. Sometimes they're not always your friends. And you cannot blame them personally for that. You have to take some responsibility in that. Because if you do not tell your friends the whole story and then ask them for their input, what you're doing is you're shaping a false narrative for yourself. See, you can lie to yourself all you want to, but reality is going to slap you in the fucking face eventually. But it's different when you influence someone else to lie to you. When you tell somebody only partial facts and then that's what they only know as a foundational truth, what you have created is an alternate universe. So then when that person comes back with, it comes back to you with what it is they think and all that they think is the good shit about you and the bad shit about someone else. What they do is they spit out all of the shit that you want to hear. That's just like telling somebody every single day where I live at, man, the sky is purple at noon every single day at 1215. This motherfucker ain't never even been to your house. They have no reason but to do what? Believe you. You are their friend. They trust your word. But if that person wants to actually come to your house at 12 o'clock and then see that the sky wasn't purple, you will be a different kind of friend to them. They wouldn't treat you the same way that they treat you right now. That's the reason why I wanted to make a podcast about friends. People are constantly lying to their friends, which in turn makes their friends lie to that person also, which gives them a false narrative about the situation that is actually in hand. And the situation actually in hand is life. And Mike Tyson, everyone knows this saying. Mike Tyson says it. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in your motherfucking face. You could be putting yourself on a pedestal that doesn't even exist. You can be a victim to a crime that did not even occur. If that's what you have your friends believing is what happened. But eventually it will come out that you were lying to your friends. And in turn, like I was saying, we all have those lying ass friends. But do you trust them? Just as much as you would trust one of your religious friends call, calling you or even one of your drunk friends. Because you know what they say? Drunk people tell the truth. I don't necessarily believe that. I think mo at least the type of uh, drunkard I was, I, I just talk a lot of shit. But it's much better than just a lying ass motherfucker calling you. Because you know this motherfucker just ain't worth shit. They just lying. So, on the peace episode about friends, what kind of friend do you want? If you want the best out of your friends, you want to be transparent with your friends. You want to tell them the whole story, not, not just the good parts about you. Don't make yourself the hero in, in a story about two people. 
And sometimes you may be the hero. Sometimes it may be just fucked up on your side. But you have to tell your friends both sides so that they can get an even, at least an even idea on what's going on. With that being said, I'm going to say a couple of things that I personally do that I think preserves uh, uh, friendships with some of the people I'm still friends with now. One thing I never do, now this is just advice. I ain't write no damn books. One thing I never do is I don't get into domestic things. Whenever uh, a man and a female or whatever the fuck, others are fighting, I don't get involved in that shit. I don't care. I, I care. I care about my friends and shit like that. But when you start telling me she did this and she did that, I have to ask you, what did you do? Well, if she did that to you, what did you do? Because for every action, there is an equal or more deadly reaction coming with it. It's yin yang. No one is always right. That's just the rule of nature, not of law. I never get involved in any of that domestic shit when couples fall out because you look like the asshole at the end because at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to look who's going to be looking like a goddamn fool after you didn't told your friend that you ain't never liked his girl. God damn it. This is just advice. Yeah, I had to I had to stop it again. I had to stop it again. Okay, uh this is just advice for for things that I do. And I'm going to try to make this short and brief before I get interrupted again. I got like I said, I got I got an interview to show up for and all this other shit, this podcast and shit. You know, thank you for the tens and thousands of people that listen to me and support me and send me money and shit. Yeah, right. That's a joke. Anyway, the thing that I do to preserve friendships is I don't get involved in anything when one side, when when let's say one of my homegirls, she got some shit going on with her homeboy or, or my homeboy. She got some shit going on with, with, he got some shit going on with his significant other or the others got some shit going on with their others. I don't talk negative about the other side. I don't know the whole story. The only thing that I could do is listen. That's it. Just listen and wish them the best because the last thing that you want to do is say something that you can never unsay. You can't unsay things to people. And I don't know if anybody knows about that. There's, there are certain things that you can say to a person that they can never unhear. You can, there are words that pierce people's souls. Your friend could be going through some shit with his baby mama and you just sitting there like, man, I ain't never liked that bitch. I knew she was a hoe. She fucked with you. Woo, woo, woo. Now you done scarred this nigga. And some people can handle it. And as a friend, if you know your true friend, you should be able to, if, if, if you got a good relationship with your friend, you should have been told him, number one of all. And number two of all, now that they funking the shit right now, then you want to throw an extra blow at him, that's a cheap shot. I don't know, but I don't get involved in any kind of relational shit, relationship shit with my friends. Excuse me, relationship shit with my friends. I don't. Man, I I got my own relationship shit going on. So I don't have time to be playing Dr. Phil and all that other shit with other people's things. I can just listen and give you my unbiased perspective. 
But then you got some people who like to get involved in other people's relationships. And I personally don't think these people are your friends. I don't. You know, especially if you got one of your single friends who, you know, that that touts they love being single and doing all of the single shit. Well, if you love being single and you know your homegirl is married, why would you put your homegirl in that kind of environment? She's not she's not at the same mind state or, uh, as you. You know, it, to me, friendship is a very complicated and very, very precious word. Everybody is not your friend. You can put your friends in bad situations. If you're riding around dirty and you know your homeboy trying to get his life together and this nigga need a ride, maybe you need to tell your homeboy, man, maybe you shouldn't get in my car. That's what a true friend would do. Or vice versa. If you know your nigga riding around dirty and you need a ride, maybe you need to ask questions before you get in his car because a, a real friend would tell you, man, man, you know I'm dirty. Then you give a person the opportunity to make an informed decision on what it is or how it is that they want to do or want or how it is or what it is that they want to do. But people can get in your life, your friends, they can get in your life and fuck it up. And that depends on what it is you tell your friends. Your friends can have ultimate power over a lot of the shit that you don't even think is important right now. Like sharing information about your taxes, sharing information about your baby mama, your baby daddy, your kids, all of that shit. And it's looping right back into what it is that you want from a friend because your friends on Facebook, they could also be your enemies. A lot of y'all motherfuckers do stupid shit like go live and let everybody know that you not at your house. That's really, really smart to me. That's really, really dumb. Tell me exactly where you at so I can go kick in your door and take everything that I've been plotting to take from your house since I met your ass. That's how some people think. You want to show your life to a whole bunch of people who do not have your best interest at hand, but you call these people your friends. And that is, that, that is a circle, that is a bubble that you create. This episode is about you as a friend. Because the same positivity and negativity that you put out into your friend bubble, it can come right back to you. If you think for one second that you and your group of friends just share one, one group text, you done lost your mind. Or if you think that y'all two texts... Okay, let, let me let me let me make this example. Let's say this. Let's say some shit going on and you take a screenshot of some shit and send it to another person. Who's to stop them from taking a screenshot of that? <laughs> Who's to stop? Who's to stop it? Who's to say that you could be going through some shit? With your significant other, that's what I'm going to start saying, and I can leave the male and the female out of it. I, fa I found it. I found a trick. Say you and your significant other is going through some shit, and you text messaging him because you don't want to talk in front of your guy. Instead of just walking down the street, you know, 
in California, you can't record uh, audio conversations. You, and still, even if you don't record the audio conversation, the information is sent from your mouth to their ear, and it can go right into a text message to somebody else. But it's so funny. I, I, I mean, I can go on and on about this shit forever. Please value what it is that you put into your friendships because everybody is not your friend. And if you are not a friend to yourself and being a friend to yourself is actually letting people know what it is that you want them to know and not just telling them every good goddamn thing. Being a good friend to yourself is trying to be as respectful and as nice and as positive as you can, not only to your friends, but to yourself. Friends is a difficult topic, and I'm going to try to get a couple of my, I have so many different kind of friends. I want to get a couple of them on here. Maybe on one episode, I'll, I'll break it up. And I could put it to where um, where I could I could do one part with one friend and another part with another friend. Or, 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 or even I could have uh, uh, one. I could come in and I could tell a story. That, well, I'll figure something out and do a, a friend's part two or something like that. But I, I, I want to go ahead and end this early. I have some other business that I have um, to take care of. Um, thank you for listening to Justice and the Peace episode three. Friends, if you would like to um, to email me, please email filmdog at, no, filmdog916 at gmail.com. That's F-I-L-M-D-O-G-916 at gmail.com. Um, you can stay anonymous. I will read any comments or anything else like that um, that's left on the board. Um, stay safe, you know, take care of yourself, get your rest, take your vitamins, all that good shit, kiss your wife, love your kids, and um, don't walk down the street with two earbuds in your head, you might get hit by a car or some shit, this is justice, peace.